Hello and welcome to episode 2, you're tuning to The Other Way Podcast where two Asian guys explore navigating modern life with a creative intervention. I'm Nick, your host. And I'm David. And today we're going to talk about something very exciting for both of us, you know, like it's 2021 goals. David, you'd like to start the ball rolling? So even in 2020, with the pandemic and other world events, I still take it as a reminder that life moves on. And so 2021 is just around the corner. Hmm. And I'm just thinking like, what do I want my life to look like in the next year? And so, you know, you might call it goals. And these are not necessarily New Year's resolutions because I'm not such a big fan of New Year's resolutions because I feel that that's not the right way to think about looking into the future. So I, I think of it more more of like a planning exercise, right? Like plan big, but also have a plan for contingencies if things don't go your way. So I'm actually thinking about what this would be. And, you know, a lot of it with me has to do with where I want to travel to. Because a lot of it, again, with the pandemic, things are very limited, even with my American passport. So I got to think about that logistically. But also, you know, other than that, some of financial goals, like what I want to do, and that also piggybacks with things that I've been built up on. So yeah, it's kind of nice. It's a good conversation to have between the two of us. And so I guess my question to you, Nick, is have you thought about 2021 and what would your life look like for the next year? So for me, I previously communicated before that I've recently quit my job. So everything's pretty mysterious. So I've never had life without a job, right? So it's a lot of planning. It's a lot of imagination of like what it could be. And 2021 is probably just really the right year for me to just kind of uncover that what it will look like. So definitely a lot more rebuilding my life from this point on in that sense. Yeah, I actually, it's so good because in a way you have a blank slate, right? And a lot of people that I talk to think of 2021 as like still the same. Like I'm going to still be locked down. I'll be at the same old job. I won't, nothing will change. And I think sometimes that is a very defeatist way of thinking. There are always going to be new opportunities. There's new goals that you want to accomplish. And so, especially when you have like a clean slate, when you don't have, when you don't have a job, it really challenges you to envision what that would be like, right? Mm. So I think for me, when we were, when we, we wanted to do this podcast, right, on like goals of 2021, the first question I gave to myself was, what would I want to be in the next 12 months time, you know, from the time 2020 ends, what would I want to see change in myself given 12 months later? So I think that was the first question. And then second question, I was asking myself another more morbid question is that if I were to die tomorrow, or rather if I were to die in the near future, how would I want people to remember me as? So these were kind of the two guiding questions as the starting point for what I wanted to to help me craft this whole goal for 2021. And, and what have you come up with so far? So I think one year from now, what I want to be, I this digs back to my core desires, right? So I previously, I have done this exercise before of asking myself, you know, what are the things that I was unhappy about or what are the things I happy, I'm happy about? What are the things that excites me? The things that I found out about myself was that whenever I could travel, I felt happy. Whenever I am enclosed in a place or rather whenever I am operating under regimentation or under obligation to do something, I feel very drained, I feel very tired and stuff like that. So so there's something that I realized about myself from this self-understanding journey, right? Is that 
there's this core desire within me that is all about freedom, right? Freedom to do whatever I want, freedom to do anything that I wish to do at any point of time. So this is probably something that doesn't really fit well in the Singapore system, you know, where Singapore is, is very much regimented. If you follow a set of rules, you will be successful. If you do not follow these rules, you drop out of the normal society norm and then there you will be left to suffer in a way. Right? So, uh, so, so back to the whole, this whole core desire of freedom, my answer to myself, who do I want to be in? In 2021, end of 2021, is I want to be someone who is free to live wherever he wants to, to be able to operate efficiently that is not location bound. I would like to be financially free as well, right? And I would also like to kind of rekindle that curiosity that I used to have as a kid, right? Growing up, I think I lost a lot of that because of um, the society norms and everything. I, I would like to rekindle that in 2021 and just really starting to do the things I love rather hmm. rather than doing th- things because I'm obligated to do or I need to do it. Yeah, that's the answer for my first question. I do think when you work eight hours a day, sometimes more like 12 hours a day, and I know like Singaporeans work a lot, is that they have no mental space to do anything else right so they work all day and then they come home they're like mentally exhausted and they do that like five six times in a week right if they work on saturdays and so you imagine right you extrapolate that out for the year there's sometimes very very little time for like creativity and then if you're taking a vacation right people say you could do that but you're just like pretty much rejuvenation right the rest is the rejuvenation for a grueling work schedule so i do think when you don't have a job you could actually think about other ways to live your life and it doesn't and that is the that is your new normal and, and there's a lot of people right there's a growing trend of people around the world who's actually taking a more alternative lifestyle to that so i think that's amazing yeah, it's it's true actually. I mean, five years working in the corporate world in Singapore, I think it has kind of generated some kind of a chronic stress for me. So over the over the years, I saw myself starting to have like episodes of anxiety, a little bit of depression here and there. And the worst part of it, I guess, is because you don't really have room to kind of set yourself free, right? So there's there's no there's no green there's not much greenery in Singapore for you to explore. You know, the the only way of escape is probably to go overseas. And now that twenty twenty um the pandemic situation and all, like you are cut off from that only source of um, escape right and it's, it's pretty sad in, in a way you know you don't really have that avenue to release the tension yep so it, i think quitting my job was one of the first steps for me to finally realize like okay this is not a sustainable way of living like there must be some other way that i can power my life forward and i'm, I'm all set to kind of realize it in 2021 so that is definitely a turning point for my life yeah, exactly. And also the travel part is very important because, you know, life will return to normal and especially the travel part. So, you know, you're kind of seeing right now in Q4, right, that a lot of that countries are now and, and again, countries can go back into lockdown, right? Countries can shut their borders. But you're going to see a trend next year that countries are beginning to reopen slowly. There might be restrictions. You might have to do a quarantine, right? But you could potentially travel to other countries, right? So yep. one of them, I think, is Thailand. So Thailand just announced that they are just recently that they're going to open up to tourists again. Although the application process is very onerous, like you got to quarantine for 14 days, you got to stay for three months. But if you have a location-independent gig or if you don't have a current job which requires you to stay in Singapore, then you're actually the you're actually the optimal candidate. And actually talking to a few digital nomad friends, you're kind of eyeing like what what those what those restrictions will be across different countries. And then from there we're like gonna plan, right? I've been doing this now for the last like year, right? Jumping on planes and you know, I, I still try to keep as hygienic as possible, still stay safe. But this is still and this is my life, right? It, it doesn't stop during this time as well. 
right? Actually, it's, it's very... I think what we are navigating is kind of the same. I think because of this pandemic, everything is kind of haywire, right? Everything is going berserk. You don't really know how to plan ahead. Back in the days, last, last, last year, I mean, like, I could plan my plans, you know, 12 months ahead. So, I mean, that's a very Singaporean thing to do, right? You, you plan which holiday is going to happen on which month, you know, like, if you have certain obligations. For us, we have, like, the army happening on certain months of the year. You kind of plot that down and you work around that as a schedule. So, you literally know what's going to happen in the next month, in the next two months, in the next five months. But now, it's just everything's uncertain. You don't know how to plan things ahead because things might get cancelled and it's just a very weird time you know and because of that i think it really works our creativity muscle these days as well you know how do you navigate very uncertain future so for you i think it's really all all about the location planning your next trip you know how how do you remain in a country within a certain amount of time that is that works for you and for me it's kind of just rebuilding the entire life that I used to know, right now it's like a total blank sheet again. So it's really the whole rewriting on a on blank canvas once again, which is also pretty exciting and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's actually kind of interesting, right? Because I will still keep my corporate job. I, I wouldn't even call it a corporate job. I mean, I, I'm a programmer. I work for an e-commerce site, but it's not very corporate. It's it's very it's very fluid. I make my own schedule, but I'm still working a full shift, right? A full 40-hour plus work week. In my case, I'm, yeah, location independent. And you, you're not, you can't, you can't leave Singapore, right? Because it's very tough. But in a way, you have all these hours in the day free. So I, I am actually very, you know, envious. I think that's, <laughs> you're doing a great thing. And I hopefully will join you one day soon. In a way, that constraint that you can't leave the country, in a way, it's it's almost like a gift, right? Because in a way, it makes you kind of think about what do I want to do with all this free time? And it is it is a great thing because you have this window where in this, the entire world is operating at a slower pace. And... And it will it will just give you that opportunity to work on your passive income, right? Your own business, uh, reach out to friends that you haven't seen, get back into mental and physical well being. Even when I'm traveling, I'm I'm always on the go, right? Like I'm only in a place for two three months, and I'm like mm-hmm. on the weekends I'm touring around, and I'm I'm living this kind of I'm still living like a very in a way a very very traditional life, right? Except I just moved location to location. If you were to plot me in Bangkok, and I I'd be the same person, right? You know, and I, if I were to stay there for one full year, nothing would change. But I think the fact that I am traveling gets that extra sense that I'm exploring. And I think I wanted to I wanted next year to have the opportunity to reach out to more digital nomads as I'm going through other countries because, you know, even with this year, there was like these digital nomad conferences that were happening all over the world. And I really want to go and meet this community of other people. Like, hey, like, how are you a nomad? Like, are you financially independent? Like, there's so many different types of these alternate work lifestyles that I really want to meet in person. And that was just such a shame that uh, for good reason, yeah, all these conferences were canceled. And I'm actually not very sure that it will come back next year as well. I I think it's probably going to be in 2022. But even with that, I think it would be a good opportunity for me to reach out to people that I meet locally, right? So even in Turkey, I, I went on a tour and I actually met another nomad. She's she's American and we've been hanging out a couple times a week and it's been really good. Like it, it doesn't feel quite lonely. I think that was one of the drawbacks of, of kind of doing this kind of hop, hop, hop around this year is that it's definitely a much more lonely lifestyle versus last year I was primarily based in Southeast Asia. So I had, you know, friends I saw every weekend because I lived in Bangkok for eight months. And so that was a very different type of nomadic, well, not necessarily nomadic but a location independent lifestyle right that i didn't need to be in san francisco to do my job actually it's very nice as well i think it also brings back to one of the very important 
point of this podcast, right? It's about like having more references for you to build a life. So especially during this pandemic when times are uncertain, right? I mean, everyone has a creative way of navigating it. So not just you're not alone in in times like this. And there's always someone out there who have figured something out based uh, that is very close and based to what you are navigating right now in your life. I think that's a very good way to community spirit, right? So if you have some some, some kind of problems, uh, never just stay at home and worry about it alone. When you go out and meet people, you get new perspectives. I think that's what powers you forward, especially when you are leading a life that not many people are leading. Not not many people are familiar with the system. Meeting more people will actually help you to form certain perspectives or things and that's how you kind of get more and go creative, right? Because you have more reference points to build on. You have more data points on like what is working and what is not working for people and that is how you better kind of create this future that you envision. Yeah, exactly. Right? It, gets, it gets clearer. Exactly. And I was wondering too, like for next year, I also plan for a contingency. So things that I don't plan, if they come up, what would happen, right? So I was thinking for you, have you thought about things that might happen to you next year that you're not planning for and if they do how would you address them or do you have any right now i think the number one question okay is definitely financial independent mm. uh, being financially independent so i would my basic idea is to create e-commerce sites on my own so so i'm exploring print on demand i've been doing this exploration on my own uh, outside of my job for the past probably six months it has been a theme all, all the while actually so it's not new to me just that right now that i'm transitioning i can finally go full force into building a side of my own you know coupled with my social media skills my email marketing skills as well as all the other e-commerce knowledge that i have i'm gonna just power this forward as a as a as my main project once i leave my job so this this would be number one thing number two i wanted to do like a little agency of my own thing the thing is i kind of explored two clients for myself so far and after doing a little bit of client servicing here and there i realized hey maybe not you know going back to the whole freedom core desire of mine of mine right i don't really want to be tied down to serving someone you know it feels like i'm building like a whole set of a golden handcuffs for myself and i didn't really like the feeling of that so mm. after my there's two clients what i'm what i'm doing for them is I'm, I'm giving them creative consultancy as well as some business help for them to go from zero to one they are startups of their own one is like mm-hmm. a little new site that they are starting to create so very much content and affiliate marketing kind of business and the other one is a cake shop that is has a traditional route that wants to go online to do digital selling digital delivery sorry yep so i mean it was fun it's 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 a joy serving them in a way but i didn't really like the whole servicing you know like coming back week after week giving that update so it really feels like second job in, in its own right so that's really not the whole it's not tied to my core desire of freedom what what i envision core desire of freedom is that i can take my days off i can take my weeks off and i'm not i'm not i do not need to answer to anyone at all and the business continues to run right so this whole the whole thing of what i think the f- the whole freedom based business mm. that i'm trying to build should be about yeah yeah I, I think is that if you go into like independent consulting right it is your own business and so you could always choose your clients and i think you have much more freedom to dictate sort of how much scope of work you want to do how much involved you want to be and in a way they could always turn down jobs right and that's directly tied to or you could kind of it's sliding scale right how much you want to work and how much money that you want to make so i think that's actually a very good thing it's like taking control of your own finances 
Mm, that's true. But I think the whole, the whole difference is that, like for me, running an e-commerce store will look more tied to my core desire right now because it it can run twenty four seven, right? Mm. As long as I run like Facebook ads, you know, like I I do yeah. all my lead generation activities properly, yeah. I can literally sleep and I can still be garnering sales into the shop when I sleep. I, that's a twenty four seven thing. I don't need to be always at the computer, you know, yeah, like exactly. doing things. Whereas I think when you are serving a client, it's it's, it's a yeah. good it's a good business model. Definitely, there's a, definitely a li- a lot more freedom as to when it's like in a corporate yeah. job. But you're also kind of serving the client based on his or her timeline, right? So I think that's the whole point when you are running against their timeline. Yeah, as, uh, yeah, especially when it's clients of Singapore, we usually run on very very tight time- timelines. That is true. Yeah, you literally build a whole new handcuff for yourself. That's why I call it a whole golden handcuff. Yeah, you are still yeah yeah you are free. You're you're probably a bit more free, but you're not really that free. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Marginally marginally free. freer freer yeah, but with premium handcuffs. handcuffs. <laughs> um, you know. It's very interesting that you say the e-commerce business because you know we we touch upon like scalable businesses, mm-hmm. right? You, like like if you if you get one sale a day versus twenty thousand sales a day, it's still the same amount of work if you think about it, right? Because if you have systems in place where they could ship out the order, do or sell digital content, it doesn't matter, right? So so you could you could generate a lot of money very easily. And and actually, case in point, my friend he developed an app couple years ago and i think the first six months you know it was like it was slowly getting off the ground after six months it was like this hockey stick inflection point where he's making a ton of sales and now he's actually doing very well he he quit his job he's actually he was able to buy a house and he was making i would say like almost a million dollars a year it was crazy because he built a scalable business right Mm-hmm. on the app store and i'm not to say that every app that you build will like make millions of dollars but he he actually did very well and and again it's to your point right and that's actually a lot of digital nomads like building an online business because if you're consulting there's only so much hours in the day you could consult right if you could clone yourself and like sell your clones to make money like you couldn't right you could only work like you could only bill so many hours in a day because you're only one person versus in versus an e-commerce site it's scalable to infinity technically right yeah, technically, once I think you have your systems set up, so this these are things like you know, like if you have your you use a Facebook algorithm of like learning who your customers are. Once you kind of yeah. find out who that is, Facebook can automatically serve you lookalike audiences. You know, so the people that are yeah. customers who have bought from you before, they try to serve your ads to these people, and it does grows. It's it's an AI powered yeah. thing, right? So over time, yeah. it just like learns, it becomes smarter. Yeah. And you can sleep while you continue to learn the new behaviors and stuff like that. So I think that's the beauty of Facebook. I know there are there's this there's this movie uh, talking about social norms mm. that recently just released on Netflix. It talk, talks about the adverse effects of it. Oh yeah, I like to think there's yeah there's always two 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 sides to the to the equation, right? So you put it on put put this algorithm into the hands of like people who use it and to do bad things. I think it's equally as it's equally as dangerous. But you put it in the hands of people who want to deliver value, you know, to the world. It is equally as powerful. Yeah, I could actually, I definitely, I definitely see your point there. And actually, I think the same. I think we're talking about the same Netflix documentary because a few of my friends are talking about it. I haven't actually watched it yet, but I that's definitely on my on my to do. And you know, you I think hit the nail on the head because people I think sometimes underestimate the power of technology, right? Like running an e commerce site. And I think a lot of people are not familiar with it. Yeah, I think a lot of people are more traditional industries where they don't they, they don't they have very. I mean, they use tech in their job, but they don't have a. They're not working in a business where you know they're leveraging uh, tech at scale. So I think that's what you're actually doing. And I think that's a very good thing. 
the business that I work for, we make online gift cards. It's an online business, right? We don't have any physical stores and we just leverage scale, right? Because customers are anywhere that customers can use, can get their hands on or can can access the internet, which is now almost everyone in the world, right? At least in America. Yep. So anyone to share my, the goals that I wanted to craft for myself, going back to the topic of the whole goal setting, right? I worked backwards as well. So kind of briefly touching on the second question that I wanted to share is if I were to die in the near future, you know, like who would I want to be remembered as? I think I want to be remembered as a warm person. So someone who's a, who can be an inspiration for people, you know, people alike as well. I would like to make, I want to be remembered as someone who is able to make the impossible possible. So I think tying back to the whole inspiration thing as well. And I think I want to, I want to at least die rich in a way, you know, like rich in not just monetary wise, but rich in terms of life experiences. Someone who has gone through the necessary hardships and to be able to kind of deliver it into like mm. lessons or even like inspirations or motivation for people who might need it sometimes in, in their life. Yeah. So I think this is kind of what I look at. Yeah. So something that's interesting is that sometimes when you kind of envision that, when you have these moments to have these mental exercises, it is a, a check-in to figure out, hey, am I in the right direction in life, right? And 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 if it's not, do I want to change, do something about it? Do I want to change it, right? Some people never actually have these mental exercises, and they go about life, and then they're they retire when they're sixty, sixty-five, and then have all these regrets, right? Because they didn't really really think about, hey, like why why did I do this? Why did I do everything that I want to do. I was not very happy <laughs> and I never really understood that. And I think having that sense goes a long way to making changes. So that's great that you're doing it. And I've been doing it for a while now as well. I wouldn't be here today as a nomad. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. If, if Actually, because if you think about life, you know, like what's the average expectancy of life these days? You know, 79, 80, 85? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. around there. Yeah. And if sometimes you... you don't know. Like I've exactly. had friends. Exactly. And I've had people who have died, you know, from accidents, right? Car accidents. And then it's not to say like plan your life as if there's like mm-hmm. no tomorrow. Spend your money and be reckless. Like no one's saying that, right? Because these are unforeseeable mm-hmm. life events. But, you know, there's something... You got to look at your own mortality, right? I'm I'm 36, and you know the, the li- average life expectancy is if it's 80, that means it's only 40, 80, 81. That's like 45 years left, right? So mm-hmm. I mean that's still a very long time, but that's like in the history of human civilization, that's not. So so that does give yeah, you know, a little not- bit of pause, right? When you think about your own impact and also maybe your own impact in the world, right? I would like, again, to, yeah, make a name for myself, right? Influence the people in my community to live a better life, to live a happier life and and to have, a, like I said, to live a rich life, right? Not, that's not necessarily monetarily rich, but it's also rich in experiences, rich in friendship, rich in positivity. I think that's my mantra in life as well. True. Actually, just a side, side thing to share, right? Actually, I was also kind of so I've been having like neck aches and like back aches for the for at least close to a year and a half now. This this kind of happened only like mm. recently after five years, my fifth year of like working. So I was kind of researching about the mm. what causes it, you know, what 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 do I need to change in my posture to kind of reduce it? And do you realize? Do you, do you know that what I found mm. out was sitting for long hours in front of a computer actually increases your mortality rate. So apparently, oh, yeah, I actually heard about yeah, that. Apparently, too. it's very detrimental yeah. for your health. You know, like you age faster. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of disadvantages of sitting long hours. And imagine us, the the workforce in Singapore, right, which is which already has the underlying mentality that hard work brings you places. Everyone is kind of just working 
hours and hours, you know, like we we rarely keep to our working hours. It's, it's the 9 to 5 is kind of like a fat from the past, you know, like these days when we, especially when we work in digital marketing jobs and stuff like that, it's never a 9 to 5. It will be a 9 to 9 sometimes, you know, 9 to 12. Yeah, so yeah, imagine that yeah. what that does to our yeah. health. I think there's a lot of my friends, they age a lot ever since they started working. Their health has been like in the, in a mess, you know, the kind of thing. And I think a lot of these things are attributed to the work culture and it's a lot attributed to how we sit in front of a computer for long hours just trying to clear a task, a task for the day. Yep. Agreed, right? And sometimes I keep telling people it's just not worth it, right? I mean, if, if you can manage the stress and you like what you're doing, fine. You know, I'll, for, by all means, right? Continue. But but if it's if it's giving you just stress and it's affecting you now physiologically, right? Your physical body is rejecting the work. It's time for a change. It's not worth it. You, there's always ways to make money. Like, if you're smart and you're determined, there's always ways to make money, right? And so, I think it actually kind of leads us to our to our last point, right? It's this concept of like you know daring to daydream, right? It's like thinking big about what you want to be. Mm-hmm. It's not being that person tomorrow, right? It's taking these incremental steps to get there, right? So when you want to say, for example, my goal is to be financially independent at a young age, I can't get there tomorrow. Right, but you need to have a plan over the next five to ten years to get there. Right, and one of them for me was actually to live abroad, and so it's a weird tax kink. I could talk about it in a different episode, but like if you are away when you're making money from the U.S., you could claim a pretty significant uh, tax deduction. So I'm I'm leveraging that, and I'm also doing location arbitrage, which is living in a low cost country yet making American salary. So that's and that's my plan. Right, I didn't think about this when I was 25 that I could get there overnight, but now in my 30s, I am, and I'm doing that. So. So I think that's kind of my kind of story is that you need to take incremental steps to get there in order to to live the life that you want. And even, you know, 2021 is no different. Like you have to kind of think about this. Like what do you want your life to be? What is your vision for the year? How do you get there? How do you get closer to your goals in life, right? Right. If you have a financial goal, okay, well, what what number? Like, what actual number? Like, it has to be concrete. It can't be, it can't be nebulous, right? It can't be like, well, I want to be like a a free person like what does that mean like okay well like you need to have a concrete goal and so sometimes having a specific goal in mind a specific number can actually help you achieve that because it doesn't seem as it has to be easy it has to be something you could achieve right it can't be too far out there it has to be a reasonable goal that's true i think so Latching on that point i think is a very good point as well so having a goal is number one thing right what what i done for myself which actually kind of worked for me in the previous years is to kind of break down a huge goal into like maybe three sub goals right yeah so this kind of worked for me in the previous years so uh for 2021 i think i have three sub goals maybe I, maybe i'll just share yeah sure please so my my yeah my sub goal number one is like what i communicated i wanted to build a passive income freedom-based business so what I've mm-hmm. gathered for myself, you know, trying trying to do this agency thing, it's definitely not it. So I'm going to collapse that idea. This podcast, definitely, yes, because I think when we put out this podcast onto Spotify, iTunes and everything, it's, it lives forever for as long as we want to. And this, over time, it, is, it can be a good source of leads, you know, like for us to get in touch with people and that's really like a good network base. 
And then it's my e-commerce site, which can run 24-7 without me having to go deep into managing it once everything is set up properly. So that's sub-goal number one. Mm. It's a freedom-based business. Sub-goal number two is mm-hmm. to resystemize my life, right? What do I mean by resystemizing my life? It's to build a very efficient system to kind of schedule my everyday activities. So, for example, mm-hmm. how I power my vision myself planning is to have a good balance of like active lifestyle versus like desk desk bound lifestyle. So active lifestyle, I will explore. You know, having going to gym on Monday because right now if I can, right? Because without a corporate job, I'm definitely able to move around more freely. So having more gym in the Mondays, for example, having a swim on Tuesdays. You know, like having out with friends. You know, going for more outdoor activities. And that coupled with maybe a little bit more in-depth work on perhaps Wednesdays and Thursdays. So maybe Wednesdays and Thursdays will be my full-on, you know, like execution kind of work. And maybe Fridays will be my strategy. My Fridays and Saturdays probably be more like life planning, strategy, finance planning and everything. Mm. So kind of resystemizing this whole plan helps me to, in a way, garner more healthy habits, hygiene habits to power up my life. So instead of kind of chasing that whole they call it smarto goals, right? So measurable goals where it's it's all numbers driven and everything. If you don't hit it, your motivation drops. I think this systemizing of your goals helps you in a way that you basically do things uh, sequentially based on what you plan for yourself. Eventually, the goals that you achieve at the end of at the end of the day is an outcome of this system. Yep. So that's sub, sub goal number two, resystemizing my life. And sub goal number three, finally, is flexibility and fitness. Mm-hmm. So this is text to my story of like the pain of having my neck, neck and back aches over the past five years of how I tortured myself in my corporate job as well as my startup environments. So where I worked endlessly, right? So there's this whole idea of really just finding ways to loosen my fascia. So fascia is the, imagine when you do, like when you buy a chicken breast, you know, there's this layer of white muscles that needs to be scrapped off in order for you to kind of like cook the chicken breast. Yeah, so our muscles have that same thing also. That's that's why I found out. And over time, when you don't work your muscles enough, when it doesn't mm-hmm. move enough, you know, this fascia muscles actually harden itself over time. And as it hardens, you know, it more and more parts of your body becomes very stiff, right? And when it becomes very stiff, it doesn't work out enough, it becomes weak. So this whole sub goal number three is really for me to find different ways to you know stretch, you know, like loosen this whole fissure, kind of reverse the effects, the negative effects that it overworking did to me in the past five years and really to correct my posture and then be able to work out the gym properly again so that because these muscles are now weak, I need to strengthen it again so that it becomes strong for me to activate and actually properly load up my muscles again. Yeah, so that's my sub goal number three. So flexibility and fitness resystemizing my life and definitely to build a freedom-based business that's the three sub goals and that ties into my core need for freedom nice these are great goals yeah this it's your it's your vision right these are obtainable goals and you could see yourself doing it too i mean it's not like it, these are not impossible goals these are realistic goals and i tell people you got to dare to dream right you know and i think this is something that you know you could definitely accomplish for the next year so like i'm really happy that you have these in mind and and it's kind of the same thing that i'm doing right now stay the course right keep on traveling one contingency plan is that i actually have, might have to come back if there's a family member that has illness which i plan for that right but if that doesn't happen i'm gonna continue doing location arbitrage i'm going 
to keep on working on this podcast, staying fit, staying optimistic, and just having 2021 to be a continuation of this year as well. And hopefully not getting sick. So that is my that is my goal. And I think those goals are very achievable from my end as well. Would you have a, like a timeline for yourself? Would, how, how do you plan your goals, David? Yeah, you know, I think with the travel goals, it can't be more than about three, four months in advance because things change so often, right? Uh, with with the restrictions and stuff, so I'm I'm on the whim of these health ministers, right? So so that's something that I can do, which is kind of nice, right? I I think I could get into the habit where I plan a lot, and sometimes I have like planning paralysis. So in a way, it's keeping me okay, David. You can only do this three months at a time. So like, it really then makes me focus on like what I want to do here right now. Like for example, I'm just focusing on you know getting my work done, trying to meet new people and it is it, it's it's kind of it slowed my pace of planning right but also keeping my mind open that i have to be flexible with that and also things that are not related to traveling so other goals i definitely want to get back into the to to fitness as well i haven't gone to the gym in a very long time you know there's other ways to keep fit without going to the gym right so eating right and getting good sleep and actually that that can help counteracts the effects of maybe not going to the gym as often as I want. So that's kind of what I do. And then beyond that, like other things that I have in mind that, you know, speaking the local language. When I was in Thailand, I took Thai lessons at night. And that's one of my goals is to get back to Thailand and, and to continue with my Thai language class. And because I really enjoyed it. I really enjoy when it can interact with the locals because I don't know, I don't expect people to speak English and I, nor do I want to, right? And, you know, those have been good, right? These are these are obtainable goals so that I could accomplish. And again, it, it's because it's that 2021 will be a very different year as well right it will will not return to normal so quickly but you're seeing kind of the roots take hold right as people resume their normal life so so that's how the way i see it Mm. actually it's very interesting as well because what i'm hearing from your goals is it's a lot about travel right it's about traveling finding ways to still travel continue your life traveling around the world i think that's very nice as well and there's this whole new element of language right so in a way what i see is it seems that you are also finding a new way of redefining what travel means to you right so what i what i learned is that um languages can be quite mystical thing in a way it kind of bridges connection between you and people of of the language that you're learning for example i think for me mandarin actually the chinese people think very differently versus how thai people think about certain things and a lot of the way they think about things actually stems deeply in how their language is structured i don't know if you noticed that i do yeah i i do right a lot of it's like layered with culture right language history right mm-hmm. and i think it's it's very interesting even here and so I, I i that's why i think that it's actually good to go to a place right stay here for a few months and then develop a routine because versus traveling every two weeks every month it's it's exhausting i think it's very exhausting so i try not to do that yeah so hopefully for you, right, once next year rolls around, we could do some traveling sometime in 2021. Definitely. I would love to like meet you in Bangkok. Hopefully. That's the goal. Yeah. So that's one of our goals too, is to meet each other in Bangkok or I come to Singapore when either one, when the borders will open. Yep. So, so cool, everyone. Uh, so thanks for, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this has been great. And so, you know, for the listeners out there, we want to hear from you. Uh, what are your goals for 2021? Have you made them? Have you thought about mm-hmm. what there'd be? What is your vision for that? So, so you could be, we could be mm-hmm. found on Instagram at the other way cast. That is T H E O T H E R W A Y C A S T. 
links in the show notes. And if you like supporting questions or topics you would like us to cover, please DM us and we might find some time to tackle it in our next topic. Awesome. And meanwhile, as well, uh, if you guys enjoy this podcast, please hop on to Apple iTunes to give us a five-star rating, okay? If it's lesser than three, please do not give your comments. <laughs> Just be real. Yeah. <laughs> you, can give us a, you can give us that in the DMs. <laughs> yeah, please give us a constructive feedback within the DMs. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. And also, this also giving us reviews and everything helps us gain visibility on air on Apple iTunes, which gives us the opportunity to also connect to more listeners like you. Yes, and be sure to catch more future episodes next week as we dive into more topics and anecdotes relating to navigating your modern life. So stay tuned and bye-bye for now. Awesome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.